Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high noble character as detailed in scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. Amen. God bless you. I greet you in the name of God, the Father, God, the Son, Jesus, and God, the Holy Spirit. I pray all is well with you wherever you are on God's green earth. I pray all is well. If not, I pray that something will be said tonight that will make you seek him out and look for him and find the light of Christ. Amen. Let us open ourselves and go before the throne of God in prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, your power, your glory forever. Lord God, we just thank you for yet another day, Lord God, with breath in our bodies, Lord God. Father God, thank you for moving us along throughout the day, Father God, bringing us to this point. Well, Father God, well, we come on and speak to your people, Lord God. Thank you for using us, choosing us, Lord God, to be your spokespeople, Father God, break chains, Father God, in people's lives, Father God. We pray that something will be said that will change lives tonight, Lord God, and free them from the enemy of sin. Father God, we ask for all the covering of your people tonight, Lord God. Bless the ladies that are going to be on tonight, Lord God. Bless all the participants and the listeners, Lord God. We pray for a healing to take place in your land, Lord God for the sick, Father God, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Father God, watch over us and keep us. Protect us from all harms, dangers, seen and unseen, Lord God. We ask all of this in the name of your son, Jesus the Christ, Yahshua the Hamashiach, blessed of the Holy Spirit. We say amen, amen, amen. Everybody suit up. You know what time it is. It's time to put on your full armor of God. Breaking Chains is signing on. YAT Radio It's the P31 ladies. The ladies will be right back after we sign on. Is our song for tonight. Let's break change, y'all. Y-A-T Radio. Let's go.
you're listening to Breaking Chains. Call in live during the show at 858-357-9137. And listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org. All right, thanks a lot, big bro. That's uh, tightspots.org, tightspots.org. Dre Williams, uh, tonight's show is being brought to you by the Williams Group and Jadari Enterprises. I am Pastor Roddy, co-host for tonight, our ladies are the hosts. So let me uh, step back and turn the microphone over to the ladies. Good evening. God bless you, ladies. Uh, 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 yeah, I think um, Sister Sonia is there. Stamy is there. Uh, Pastor Joseph is hanging on. He's one of the brothers hanging out. So, Sister Sonia, the mic is yours. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Pastor Joseph. How are you this evening? Good evening, and welcome to the P31 Ladies Night. October, we have been discussing mental awareness and illnesses. Some of our main groups of mental disorders have been brought to the table each Wednesday. The first one was mental awareness and illness, focusing on depression. The second was anxiety disorders. At tonight's show, we will talk about the most difficult one to treat, which is personality disorders. So sit back and enjoy while we break chains with Breaking Chains Ministry on YAT Radio. So let's get started. I have shared with you all the four pillars of mental health, which are physical, cognitive, emotional, and social. One may ask, what is a personality disorder? Well, personality disorders are symptomatic of a a psychological disease. So what is a psychological disease? Psychological disorders are referred to as mental disorders are abnormalities of the mind that result in persistent behavior patterns that can seriously affect your day-to-day function in life. Some of those examples would be bipolar and related disorders, anxiety disorders, stress-related disorders, and eating disorders, just to name a few. A person with a personality disorder exhibits maladaptive patterns of thought, behavior, cognitive, and inner experience. Though there are numerous types of personality disorders, all have some things in common. Well, one of our scriptures from tonight we're going to take from Proverbs 3, chapter 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. In other words, he is your helper and will help you when you don't know what to do. So one may ask, why do you think that personality disorders are the most difficult one to treat? Hmm. I say because people who suffer from the condition often have abnormal thoughts and behaviors that prevent them from thinking and functioning as well as they should on a day-to-day basis. You know, um, there are a lot of people that dealing with personality um, disorders. I know uh, of a young man you may see him walking down St. Stephen's Road. He has a personality disorder. But if you ever notice 
he's always clean. He uh, he may not deal with the everyday life, but um, he knows when to go home. He knows when to take a bath and everything. If he comes up with you, he'll hold an intelligent conversation, but he just can't deal with what's going on around him. So, um, with that being said, Pastor Joseph, I hear you're on the line. So can you tell me why do you think that personality disorders are the most difficult to treat? Yes, ma'am. Uh, first of all, most give honor to God, but thank God for being here tonight. Yes, ma'am. They say Amen. it's uncurable. Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I, I believe they said it's, it's uncurable, but it can definitely improve. You know, you can work towards it, things of that nature. Uh, they label it as a, a disease also. And uh, there's a lot of people that have it. It's it's kind of sad to say even, you know, uh, they say it can be passed down from uh, your parents, things of that nature. But, yes, ma'am, uh, that disorder, you know, it, when you see the signs of it, it's good to get checked things in that nature and try to get some help, professional help. But it's it's serious and people they deal with it, unfortunately people deal with it. And uh like that scripture you said, in all our ways, trusting God with all our heart. And that's what we have to do. And uh prior we were talking about depression and anxiety and this personal personal this one right here is gonna be real good tonight also. Thank you. Thank you. You know, um, I say, um, man, this is, we really need to, to talk about all these disorders that's going on because they all relate to each other. Like I was saying, the, the anxiety and the depression, it also goes along with this personality disorder. Because uh, if a person is dealing with anxiety, um, you can't treat a personality disorder, but you can treat the anxiety that the person is going through. So basically, medications will not help a person with personality disorder. Only thing the medication would do is, is help the anxiety that the person is dealing with. And um, why do you think that they don't get treated? they don't get treatment is because um there is there's really nothing that you could do to treat them i would just say um just just try and talk to them you know because they they view themselves as um people with uh, low self-esteem and stuff like that and one way they'll feel one way and then the next they'll turn it all around and be feeling another way so I'm I'm asking um, do you think that these people with personality disorders do you think they could lead a normal life to a certain extent, I believe they could lead a normal life 
but they will have to be um what you say um watch closely you know you can't just let them just go out there and do what they want to do what you think about that pastor joe oh yes uh people uh uh-oh yes people that's dealing with it they can uh definitely be set free they can live a normal life but it's tough you know the bible talk about that in order to rule christ we will suffer and that's one of the things the bible talk about you know we're going to suffer on this earth unfortunately some people deal with that but if you got the right support the right help you know and the most important part of it is try to if possible that that relationship and the number one thing is they really want somebody to trust because most people you know they just disclose a lot of information and probably tell it things of that nature but just trusting and caring for them it could make a big impact on their life or our life if it's even us and just knowing yourself and teaching them hey you are valuable you are somebody special and just showing them that hey you are worth you are worthy you are valuable because they if they don't then they'll think they they if they don't get that type of attention because most people they they look for attention those type of people they really need attention special attention and unfortunately there's places out there for them like the prisons and other places you know but if we could just get out there and show them love and care for them and let them know they are somebody it will go a long way i think the bible says a merry heart does good like a medicine if we could touch their heart with a with a with a scripture or a prayer or something that does good like a medicine Amen. Amen. I um I also think the inflexibility of their personality can cause great distress and can interfere with many areas of life, including social and working work functions. They generally also have poor coping skills and difficulty forming healthy relationships because they have that um that mindset that they can't trust you. They are um, overly anxious at times. They have that paranoia. I can't even pronounce it. Paranoia and overly suspicious of everything around them. Everything that's going on in their life. Um, I was wondering if can a person be diagnosed as being borderline? with personality disorders of course being that they are unstable with relationships with other people and sense of self and emotion and what does the bible say about personality disorders that brings us back to another one of our scriptures tonight uh which is james 1 and 8 it says that he is a double-minded man unstable in all his ways when broken down their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything they do this scripture can be broken down in several ways one whoever wavers in his mind is troubled in all his ways I say in two a person who has doubts 
and thinking about two different things at the same time and can't make up his mind about anything. So what scripture do you think about um, that will re- that will relate to the Bible saying about personality disorders? Do you have any that come to mind, Pastor Joseph? Yes, ma'am. As you was talking, I was thinking about two of them. And Proverbs also uh, say train a child up as the way they should go. And when they get older, they will not depart. And it's just so important uh, important to diagnose, you know, correctly within a child while they're young. You know, the earlier detection is, is real critical because a lot of kids just don't know what they're dealing with at an early age and just directing them when they're young and the way they should go. It's so 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 important. Then the other one say withhold not the rod before withhold not that rod before the child. For if you beat them, it'll deliver their soul from hell. And so, uh, you know, sparing the rod helps a lot in uh, controlling certain things. But it's a different combinations of treatment, medication. Uh, also, we include the Word of God, but it takes those different combinations to really help a person like that. You know, you definitely need the Word and train them up in the best we can and things of that nature, and that will help out. But those two scriptures popped up, train up a child in the way they should go while they early. You know, you want to try to detect it early as possible and, and stay on it. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Um, do you think that a person with personality disorder suffers from anxiety and depression? Of course. I do believe that um, with the anxiety and the depression because um, they have a lot that they're dealing with. And with on the anxiety part, they just don't know how to handle it, how to take it all in. Um, I say personality disorders might develop as a way of coping with a troubling situational or unreasonable stress which can also bring along anxiety and depression. And um, it's, it's nothing uncommon. Do you think that a weak sense of self-identity has anything to do with personality disorders? Yes. I do. If they have um, a sense of self-identity, I think that it would lead them to low self-esteem as a reaction. You have any thoughts on that one? Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. It would bring uh, great relief as they continue to find out their identity. Just if someone was to break their leg or get sick, you know, you want to schedule an appointment for the doctor or counselors, you know, to get better. But a lot of people, they fear just being labeled with a mental illness. You know, they just fear that. And so they, they become fearful of what people think about them. But, uh, and it also interfered with people work. I had a guy, he dealing with it. He called me and said they fired him from his job because he went to a wrong bathroom or something. And I was encouraging him to keep his head up, things like that. You know, and his personal life, it's so important to try to 
you know, to get them to do things on themselves. It's certain things he have to do, like, you know, pray and, and you know, certain things that he have to work out and, and the food you eat, things of that nature. But uh, it's not easy, you know, uh, asking for help. So they need a lot of encouragement. And, uh, and, and they give encouragement, you really have to speak up. So take bravery on our end to speak up and things like that. But they need a, you know, we need all need a lot of encouragement. It goes a long way. Because some people with mental illness, you know, they lose their job. They can't hold a job. And I really seen this. The guy called me this weekend, and he was saying how he lost his job. And so it's just very important, you know, to get that treatment and uh, encourage those that are struggling with it. Yes, amen. I can relate to that because um, I know an individual that was um, that has a personality disorder. They're always um, saying someone is doing something against them and causing them to try and lose their job, and um, so they they're not able to take on. Um, they can fend for themselves, but they don't know how to. Experience what's going on really with the situation um sister amy welcome to the show tonight we're discussing um personality disorders um do you think that they view themselves as evil or bad people well i'm gonna say good evening i'm sorry um Maybe some of them may, depending on how severe their disorder might be. I think they just view themselves as being different, and maybe a lot of them probably don't even, you know, want to admit or let people know that they do have a disorder. You know, try to act like it's like no big deal, or they're just like everybody else. How do you help a person that has personality disorders? Um, talk with them, try to keep them calm. You know, try to reason with them, see if you can understand or find out exactly, you know, how they feel and then what's, what's actually triggering to make them, you know, start having a, what's the word, uh, I guess trying to start, to start having a disorder or something to start, kind of talk to them and, you know, like, talk to them and listen to them and try to sympathize with them and maybe let them, try to make them feel like they're, you know, you're there for them and you kind of understand what they're going through, although you may not be going through that, but you might have been through something that's similar, maybe let them see that mm-hmm. it's relatable. Yeah. I said that um, what you think about spiritual support by talking to God and releasing their feelings yeah. that's a good one yeah I let that out but that's good too yeah I agree with that mm. but you know that uh, as time goes on they will mellow out with age and experience they, they should start mellowing out um, do you can off the top of your head or anything? Do you can you tell me any symptoms that they would display? Um, I'm gonna say maybe um, like they might feel withdrawn, like in a crowd, or feel like everybody looking at them, or think that every time somebody's saying something, they directing it at them, they're talking about them, just like a little paranoia going on, right? Pastor Joe, do you have anything you want to throw in the pack? Yes, ma'am. I noticed um, 
like an attitude, just a real negative attitude. And just uh, and you can kind of tell they're going through some, you know, mentally. Then that transfers, you know, to the words they speak, and um, it's almost taking effect on them. You could, it's like a, a ugly truth, and it's, it's some of them, you know, they commit crimes, commit murders, and stuff like that behind it. And so people kind of treat them different. So it's so important just to treat them with that love, you know, that that Jesus love. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Amen. You know, I did this. You know, I'm going to do a statistic on everything that uh, we talk about as far as disorders. And I found out that 10% to 13% of the world's population suffer some form of personality disorder. And um, the personality disorders begin within their teen years. I was like, wow. But you, you very well, I have not seen any young people or any teens that's dealing with this personality disorder. I've seen um, older adults that have been dealing with this personality disorder. I don't know if it's, um, you know, when, when you, uh, your age and your parents tell you if you go to a club or go out, you know, don't leave your drink around. Don't leave it sitting there while you walk off and go to the restroom because somebody probably slipped a Mickey in it. I'm, I'm not sure if this is what's going on or um, they're having some other um, things that's going on with them. But um, I just I just don't know. So, do you think that personality is vital to defining who we are as individuals and why? Sister Amy? Say that question again, Bonnie. Do you think that personality is vital to defining who? We are as individuals, and why? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it is, yeah. Because, I mean, without that, you got to know who you are, you know, in order to be able to deal with everything, deal with life in general. You got to have a personality because you never know what's going to come at you from what direction or how it's going to come. So you got to have a personality to be able to deal with everything. All right. Whether it's, you know, positive or negative. Joe, do you have any feedback on that? Yes, ma'am. Just like say, uh, that personality, you know, is very valuable, uh, vital. It's very, very vital, you know, that personality, because our personality actually creates our reality. That's what it comes from, our personal reality. So uh, just, uh, you know, valuing yourself and teaching the young people and family members, you know, to value ourselves. Because so many people, they deal with uh, self-criticism, just like looking in the mirror, you know, and criticizing themselves. So just treat yourself with that kindness. You know, go get a pedicure. That's what I do sometimes, you know. Uh, and, you know, treat yourself with that respect and avoid self-criticism much as possible. And the way you do that, you know, you have to, you know, have to 
you control your thoughts as much as you can, and those thoughts play a big role. But yes, mm-hmm. ma'am, I say avoid self uh, criticism as mm-hmm. much as possible. Okay. Amen. Uh, good evening. We're going to open up the phone line. I see we have some people on the line tonight. Um, are there any? Do you have anything that you would like to add to the show tonight? We're talking about personality disorders. Do you have any comments or questions? If not, thank you for being on the line listening to our show tonight. Okay. I would say, like, unlike people with anxiety disorders who know they have a problem but are unable to control it, people with personality disorders generally are not aware that they have a problem and do not believe they have anything to control. Because they do not believe they have the disorder, people with personality disorders often do not seek treatment on their own. How common are personality disorders? How common do you think they are? Pastor Roger, would you like to answer a question? Um, they're, they're very common uh, because people are dealing with something in, in every day and it's like worse now uh, because of when COVID-19 hit the scene, it, it spun people into a spiral. Uh, how, how can we cope with these personality disorders? Um, the, I, I think one of the most important things is, is that we, we, we all have some type of situation that we confront every day when it comes to a personality, whether it be your own or someone else's. The thing about it is, is that how do we endure that? Do we endure the temptation that comes from someone else's personality disorder so that we can help them to cope through it? And I think one of the main problems everybody is saying, talking about, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, that self-esteem, uh, 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 a lot of things. Uh, Pastor Joseph brought up the, the scripture, train up a child the way he should go when he's older, he will not depart from it. A lot of things that children are seeing, uh, have seen as they grew or, or young people are seeing today what they have to endure. Uh, a, a lot of people have, have overtaken, a lot of things have overtaken their lives at a young age and it has caused a lot of disorder in their lives. So a lot of people don't understand a lot of things the way that they're supposed to be, the way that God say they are because we've been caught up in the, thing, the way things that the world has put before us, and that's what has overtaken everything. So the personality disorder that, that is going on has caused a lot of trouble in our homes, in the family, uh, uh, you know, in, in the community. So we have to find a way to support each other and, and be our brothers and sisters keeper. Uh, uh, something about our, our overseer, Pastor Kip, I always say the only time that we should be looking down on a person is to be extending our hand to help them up. The problem with that is, is that that's not what we're doing. We, we are helping to cause personality disorders in each other. So, so we have to do better about, you know, taking a look at ourselves in the mirror first, and then we can help to uh, uh, change things around us. Thank you. Thank you for that. For that. As a result, almost all people diagnosed with personality disorders are above the age of 18. Um, they broke down 
the personality disorders in men and women. Uh, they say men deal with antisocial personality disorders and obsessive compulsive personality disorders are more common in men. Women, we have borderline personality disorder and hysteronic personality disorders. One may ask, what is hysteronic personality disorder? It is a pattern of excessive attention, seeking behaviors, usually beginning in the early childhood, including inappropriate seduction and an excessive desire for approval. People diagnosed with this disorder are said to be lively, dramatic, vivacious, enthusiastic, extroverted, and flirtatious. <laughs> well, if I look, if we're going by that, I say that's mostly all the women have that disorder then, because we all want attention. We're vivacious. We're dramatic at times. We're lively. We're very enthusiastic. We're flirtatious. Whereas men, they're, uh, I don't think anything about no antisocial, but they're, they are obsessive and compulsive at times. What you think about that, Brother Joseph? Oh, yes, uh, this just brought me about that intimacy. Uh, you got uh, most men or uh, some women, they think intimacy is just uh, physical, but uh, you got different intimacy. You got emotional, you got mental, and you also got spiritual. And that spiritual intimacy is what God wants for us while we're on this earth. He wants us to know him. He wants us to He want to come inside of us and, and just so we can bear much, much, much fruit. And I like how I said in Genesis chapter 131, um, God said when he made everything, it was very good. And so men, be actually, he don't want just normal stuff. We want stuff very good. Special positivity is a very powerful tool. You know, it's a very powerful tool. And if, if a person can use that positivity strong and consistently in a relationship, uh, you'll see people flourish. You'll see them grow and you'll see them bear much fruits. Uh, the Bible says God was glorified because they bear much fruits. Sometimes we go through a prune and he has to cut stuff off of things of that nature. But uh, as we explore intimacy, not just physical, but emotional, mental, and which is very important, and not just physical, but uh, also spiritual, and just get lost in God. It's the most beautiful thing ever. Amen. 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 Um, Amen. What do you, what you think about that? About the men and the women um, pers- personality disorders. Well, on that one, I would. You said antisocial with men. I would have assumed they would have been with the women. Right. Um, but I know some men are, you know, obsessive, but I'm saying women are too. I kinda that kinda just threw me, I just was not aware of that that fact. I would have thought that it was an opposite, but you know, each one would have been the one you said for men, I felt like that would have been for the women. Just from what I've right. seen. <clears throat> and I, I have a friend that I work with and she has a son. He's got I don't know, I forget the name of it, but he got a personality disorder. 
he's in the, I think, the eighth grade. He hates to go to school. Like, when he goes to school, he calls his mom every day, and, you know, he'll say he's sick or he can't stay at school because the kids will look like they're laughing at him. It's just a lot, and his mom will go through a lot. Because, you know, she be trying to go pick him up and get her mom to go and get him from school. And then the school is like, you know, he's trying to miss too many days. All he wants to do is come to school, check in, and want to leave. So um, her solution is she's taking him to a, a psychiatrist. I guess, a, yeah, like a psychiatrist. And um, they suggestion was that if he wants to do homeschool, let him try homeschool. Because they said maybe he would do better. And that, you know, being at home with just um, two by himself. But I've been around the kids because I'm like, it's, it's, it's a lot. But she's tried now to. She's got him in home school. And she said so far, it's been like a week or two. And um, she said so far, so good. But to me, I feel like she got something going on, too, because it's like she come to work and, you know, she be a little paranoid about how they feel about her son not being at school. Um, or, you know, like his sister is like, you know, he always gets to come home while you don't never come and get me. I want you to start picking me up. So it's like it's, something is trickling down, you know, in that family. Mm-hmm. But she is seeking help and, you know, talking to somebody about it. And her daughter's in, like, the fourth grade. Wow. And so she's even so at she's... the point now the son is being homeschooled. And the daughter thinks that he should get up going to school because she says she feels like if she knows she's letting him be homeschooled, that the daughter going to want to be homeschooled. So every morning they get up, you know, like they're going to school or whatever. The son get up and get dressed and everything. Then when her daughter leaves, they're going to get on the bus with her. The son get back in the bed or, you know, whatever he does, I guess, at home. But I just say, you know, I pray for her all the time. She, she just go through a lot. And every day she have, you know, she have something to say that went on at school or something they've done. Wow. So, yeah. what do you think causes these the uh, personality disorders? Um, was he, you think he was diagnosed as a child or what? what? Well, you know, that's the thing. She said that he was never diagnosed. She said she's always taken him because he's always been a little different. Um, but they still have, they diagnosed him with something recently. But she feels like what they diagnosed him with is not really the underlying cause of his problem. Mm. Because well, I, I know. I just told um, you know, try to keep it, line of communications open with him, you know, let him know he can always talk to her or let him know how he's feeling, you know, when he's feeling down because he be telling her how he depressed and He'll admit, you know, I'm just weird. I'm not like other kids, you know. So I don't know. I just tell him to keep an eye on him and let her keep let him continue doing his therapy. I said that might be helping him. Right, because it seems like he's um his self esteem is trying to get low and stuff. Low, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He always but I know he always that. Tell her how he's weird. Or, Mom, I'm not like those kids. I keep telling you I'm weird. I'm different. And she said she'll be like, well, nobody. You don't have to be like those kids. You know, you're do, you're doing good. So I don't know. So she goes through a lot mm. So it's yeah. both genetics and environment that play a role. It's just like you're trying to fit in a crowd but can't fit in. Thank you. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Right. So that brings me to my my last scripture, which is Mark five and five. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills. He could cry out and set himself with stones. This man was possessed by a legion of demons, but God healed him. You know, no matter what situation or um, disorder that your child or anybody that you know 
is going through, there's always um, help there. Just call on the Lord. I know that uh, just talk to him about whatever you're going through. And although it may not be easy, but asking some of that burden can be lifted up off of you. Because I know it's very difficult dealing with where I don't know. I can only um, assume to know that it's very difficult dealing with a child with personality disorders, uh, all the uh, mental um, awareness illnesses that we have discussed as far as anxiety, depression, all that. I, I couldn't imagine how hard it is to go through all this with a child or, or just dealing with someone with it. Um, are you born with this disorder? I would say no because there hasn't been a study uh, available to show that a person is born with the disorder. What do you say, Pastor Joseph? Do you think the person is born with the disorder? And then I don't know 100%, but uh, I've been around some young kids, and they can really, really work your nerves. And um, I had a guy when I was younger, he uh, he put a baby in a pot, and he, he went to prison because uh, the baby just worked his nerves so bad, and he a ball in hot water and put the baby in the pot in the apartments, and it was just unbelievable. The guy, you know, was in studio, and and – and uh, I seen them on the news, so uh, I don't believe so, but I don't know a hundred percent. But I know it's it's, it's kind of unfortunately you young kids have to suffer with that at an early age. And uh, but I think just training a brain to think different, training a brain to think different is very important because they don't understand how to replace those thoughts. You know, you got to replace those negative thoughts. You know, those. Um, Self uh, esteem thoughts, low self esteem thoughts, and you got to say, "Hey, I am a self that." That's why I love about Martin Luther King. I love to study on him, and he was telling people, "Hey, you are beautiful, all colors. You are beautiful." He said, "You are love," and he was saying, "You are worth justice. You are worth justice." And so, uh, definitely, just you know, uh, paying attention to your thoughts and to their thoughts. And trying to get them uh, the best advice you can. That's what I really try to do. You know, just try to get people the best advice, you know, that we can. And that'll be a blessing to help them on their journey of life. Because life is no joke. And if I could, you know, that's one of the characteristics of Christ. He gave people good advice. And so just giving people good advice will take them a long way and let them know, hey, you are accepted. You are accepted. Thank you. Amen. Um, what about you, Amy? Are they born with a disorder? Even though studies say that uh, it has not been proven that a person is born with a disorder. Well, I'm going to go with what the studies say, but I'm going to also say I think it could be something that's just, you know, it's brought out by certain situations or where you handle certain things after a certain point of time in your life. You know, as you grow and get older. So I think it could be, you know, hidden deep down inside or something. Maybe you could be Mm -hmm. going with it kind of a little bit. Right. 
I, I said the tendency to be, to develop a personality disorder might be inherited, not the the disorder itself. The disorder arises when something interferes with the development of a healthy personality. Like you said, something may arise in their life, something that's troubling, um, and they may the uh, personality disorder may come about as coping with that troubling situation. For example, a person who was abused or neglected as a child, they may develop a personality disorder, but they develop over over time, not suddenly. Um, good evening and welcome to the show. Our overseer is on the line, Dr. Kemp. Um, as you know, we have been discussing tonight um, personality disorders. Uh, do you have anything or you would like to add to what's been going on? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I, I've been listening, and uh, you've been having some very good advice that's been given. I, I know dealing with the personality disorder, you, there are people that suffer with, and this this is a problem, and we don't pick it up oftentimes. Sometimes we think a person is very smart, and they're not. Uh, they're narcissism. Uh, a president, uh, well, whatever, well, 45 uh President Donald Trump, our former president Donald Trump, the the guy he just he has a mental problem. That's a mental problem that he has. Uh, he's a narcissistic person, um, where everything has to go his way, and if it's not his way, like he's criticizing Colin Powell right now, and said that they're doing too much for Colin Powell, they're not going to do it for him. Also, bipolar, one moment a person is doing well, and the next moment the person is, is, is blowing blowing steam, I mean, like, just go off. And manic depression, a person, people so with manic depression, schizophrenia, I heard the young lady talking about uh, 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 the young guy uh, that's uh, called paranoia schizophrenia. When like the kids like he can't stay at school, he think everybody's against him and uh, he or she, uh, and it's called paranoia. You're paranoid that people are talking about you, and you just don't fit in. Um, and then you go into some manic depression, and then you know then uh, they got what they call a disassociative disorder. And you don't feel like you, you, you fit in. And so many people don't fit in uh, with the crowd. And, and, and then the next thing, you know, we get off into uh, with this low self-esteem. We try to do what things to fit into what other people are doing. And you should not try to fit in with what they're doing. Uh, the Apostle Paul said in Romans 12, chapter 1 through 3, he says, I beseech you, brother, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, this is the important point. He said, and be not conformed to the things of this world. The world have dictated us that we have to have, we have to be almost rich 
And I, that's all the people in church are now talking about prosperity, and that's not biblical. Uh, a matter of fact, in Timothy, he tells us if a person teaches that, in First Timothy 6 and 5, say if a person teaches that godliness is a means of financial gain, from such a one withdraw yourself. So society bill that you have to own all this stuff, and then when you don't meet it up, you have low self-esteem. And I heard that we were saying, well, some kids are born with some disorder. If mother was a crackhead, if alcoholism, cigarette, tobacco could lead to different things, uh, things of dealing with your brain, and you could come with that disorder, but that's passed on from the parent to uh, to that. And uh, I really uh, like what you said, uh, uh, Minister Sonia, when you were saying that um, – a lot of things are, are, are picked up from people that we associate. Association bring on assimilation. We think that we have such low self-esteem, we try to fit in to uh, what other people think. And we should not be conforming to what this world is thinking, but be transformed. And then uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tell us just to trust in God and lean not to our own understanding. The world understanding, when we understand the world, the world tells us how we have to act, and it tells us that things to the world. Uh, I've seen they have this thing about Dave Chappelle. Now, it's okay for Dave Chappelle to talk about black people, crackheads, and all kind of other things, but if you talk about transgender, something wrong. But you can talk about everybody else and it shouldn't be that way. It, you know, people are soft-skinned and things like that, but it's, they never say anything about talking about that. And I, 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 I don't have nothing against anyone. I would preach the Bible, but I, I don't, I don't, what, I don't uh, have a, a like or dislike for anyone because the person has to answer to God for the way they are, what they do. Uh, but the kid um, that's in school, He's suffering from paranoia. He says that all the children, they don't like him and things. He just don't feel he don't fit in. He, he thinks that he has to uh, fit into uh, what the other kids are doing. And if that's not what he likes, he or she likes, then they just don't fit in. But the Bible teaches us that we don't have to do that. The Bible says we don't let nothing separate us from the love of God. We're, we live by the word of God. We don't let nothing separate us from his love. You know, and even when people talk about you, the Bible asks us to forgive them seven times 70. And and, and, and if, you, if, if you look at these different disorders, the greatest thing you could do is have love. The kids, I think that the kids should see a psychiatrist, the one that they were saying can't go to school, because in life you can't say, well, when it's time for him, he or she to get a job with him, to get a job, well, he can't go around people because I don't fit in. It doesn't work that way. That's a mental problem, and we have to do that. And they say, you know, when you're talking about the borderline disorders, you know, those are different things that we have to learn to deal with. And, you know, those cognitive behavior and different therapies they have for it. But at the same time, we have to think about exactly about not allowing ourselves to get angry, 
and knowing that who we are is not predicated upon what other people think, uh, we don't have to react the way that they react. We're so so busy trying to be like the in crowd until the kids haven't been trained. That's why I like when uh, Pastor Joseph was talking about training up a child in the way it's going is always shouldn't depart. But that child, if that child is not rooted in the word and has some uh, comprehension of it, and oftentimes kids don't have that comprehension level until um, they get older. And another thing that I wanted to say, I was listening at uh, Minister Sonia, those kids build those things up at a young age. They find out uh, about being socially accepted by their peers, by the people that they go to school. The, the young girls try to impress the other little girls. The other young, the young, young boy, they go to school and see some smoking cigarettes and they want to fit in and they're doing it not because that's what they like but they want to be a part of something. They don't want to be a nerd. They don't want to be a square. And and they, they're not understanding at the same time that that equals low self-esteem because you're trying to be something that you're not. Uh, you know, uh, it, then it, it tells you that about being a borderline personality and about, about our image and how we let on the things and you know, substance abuse, gambling, all these things, eating disorder, so many, you know, these compulsive behaviors that we bring about, and you could tell when a person is going through it. Hard to keep a relationship because you're always angry because you don't feel that the person doing that's a whole lot of time with narcissists. The person, uh, narcissistic person, it's, 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 it's really hard to get along because you can't do nothing right and that person always thinks that they're right and that the sun shine over them uh i, I just really like what everything was said and i really like that uh the things that were said that 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 uh minister sonia defined those different terms because i think a lot of individuals wouldn't under know what they mean so I was just really proud that you you, you did the, uh, get a definition of those different behaviors, and that we could we could learn from them. You know, we need to be slow to anger and slow to speak. We need to learn to practice love because that's the greatest gift. And we need to learn to be forgiven. And the most thing is we need to, instead of trying to be like Michael or Jordan or trying to be like Kobe Bryant or any, all these different football players or basketball players, we need to try to be more like Christ and not worry. Christ didn't have any money. Foxes have whole birds of there have nests, but the son of man had no way which to lay his head. All his disciples had to leave everything and follow him. And they, they, they wasn't going to get caught up on trying to impress people. And society have dictated what it calls to be success. I believe true success is when, when you have, I believe today's true success is Christian education and secular education equals success. But true success could only be found when one have a true walk with God. You could have a 
all education in both ways you want it through Christian because you have to know the law, but you have to know secular so you could get you a decent job. But then that does not mean that you are successful until you have a true walk with God. When I say walk, that you're living every day for the Lord. Now, all these other things, and I, I really like the, the examples that you gave, Sister Sonia, about, uh, about the guy that was possessed by the demons. Biblically, it was always thought that when a person had these disorders, that it was some bad spirit had overtaken them. And today we have different psychologists, but we also we could we can handle some of the things right in church by Christian faith. God bless you again. I think you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you for that. Uh, we're almost at the top of the hour, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to open up the phone line. So if you have any comments questions or just want to give God some praise, give us a call at 858-357-9137. Tonight's show has been sponsored by the Williams Group and Jade Ari Enterprises. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you.
Give us a call at 858-357-9137 and let your voice be heard on YAT Radio. Now we're going to give our closing remarks. So the floor is now open. You can go ahead with your closing remarks, please. So, Sam, you have any closing remarks? Yes, I'm just going to say we should try to be more aware, you know, of other people because you don't know what somebody else is going through. Just always try to be sympathetic, yet always alert, you know, to look for different signs in your friends, your family, just somebody you meet on the street, somebody you see at the movie, at church, at work. Just try to be more mindful of people. And just, just all need to try to do a whole lot better and live according to the Bible and the way God wants us to live and treat each other and love each other. And that was my final comment. Amen. Pastor Joseph, do you have any remarks you would like to give? Yes, ma'am. I just uh, just like to say tonight was real great, and uh, just realizing that there's numerous of type of disorders, personal disorders, and they all have one same thing in common. They have a symptom that's this distress, and that distress is uh, is something serious. You know, it's something serious. You know, take out people and cause casualties. But uh, you know, with the young people, if you could see it in them, you know, stressing and stuff. Like that song, you know, give them a smile. You know, their behavior might be off the change, mood, tempers, you know. They might not react the way we want them to react. And, uh, 
but uh, just continue to smile and show them the love. Like the uh, doctor was saying, you know, some people, they just comprehend different. You got to figure out how people comprehend. Some people comprehend by listening. Some people by visual. A picture says a thousand words. And just continue to be that light and uh, continue to just uh, continue to, to move forward for the kingdom of God is very important. And I just thank God for the night and just want to encourage people to, the uh, encourage people to make goals also that will help out also those little personal goals and the first step to those goals you know is to write it down to make it you know write it in stone write it down and make it visible so you can see it those little sticky tacks and little goals you know because what makes people happy is they see themselves uh, producing and pro- pro- progressing instead of just backsliding and going backwards and going backwards and make them feel like a failure. But those little bit of gold, that's what greatness is. Greatness is uh those little bit of things done great. Those little bit of things done well. And we just continue to, to do those little things great and to be a blessing to our community. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Dr. Kemp, do you have any closing remarks you would like to make? Uh, excuse me. I had to, yes, ma'am. I had to unmute it. Uh, I was very, very, um, I thought that uh, Pastor Joseph articulated very well. Uh, We uh, started, I I preached a sermon many, many years ago. I haven't preached it in years, but it's a while we're losing the war. And it takes me back to Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, what they call the Shema. And it starts off by saying, hear your Israel, the Lord our God is one. And then it says, uh, and thou shalt teach them tell the children when they rise up, when they lay down at night, when they rise up in the morning, when they lay down at night, when you walk along the wayside. And then it talks about you write on your doorposts, you write scriptures, you write and to build them up in straightway and let them understand the Lord will never leave them nor forsake them. And that they they might be going through a storm, but God is there with them even in the midst of their storm. And that they could do all things through Christ who strengthened them, that no weapon formed against them will prosper. And that they're called out that they're different. The the, the Bible says that we'll call out his people. The word church is ecclesia, 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 and, and it means to be called out. And we're called out. That's the Greek word. And it means that we're called out from among the rest of the people because we uh, focus, we, we live a different lifestyle. And a lifestyle means 24-7, 365 days out of the year. And that I don't have to meet no one's expectation but God. And I know that I'm never going to be perfect, but I, I, I don't have to sound like any other preacher. I don't have to dress like a preacher. I don't have to, to try to act like I'm a G because I ha- because like the kids going to school they got they got to hang out with with the tough guys they got to hang out with the G's and the girls got to be with the fast girls or or the girls who who are popular at school you try it's like a popularity contest with our children are going through and they're being judged if they don't they don't they don't meet that criteria or uh, the way they look or how much money they have they went to wearing uh, kids were having so low self-esteem because of 
so they start buying uniform for kids to dress in uniform because certain kids couldn't afford four different tennis, different shirts, different kind of designer jeans and different type shirts. So everyone wear the same thing. And so nobody's above the other. And they were doing that to try to build that person's self-esteem up and that because you have a lot of poor kids that don't meet that criteria. Some kids drive to school and, and some kids have to have to walk and some on the bus. But at the same, same time, we have to watch those things that even with adults, you pretty, you ugly. And I, I was uh, thinking about uh, King David. We judge people about where they live, what they drive, how they look. And, you know, we judge them by their appearance. But when, 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 when God told Samuel to go anoint David as a king, and see, our children are beat down by the way they look. If they don't look like they're Caucasian or they has, they call it nappy or the way they look. But this is what, what, what God told Samuel. He said, now, when you go to anoint the king, don't go. Don't look about his stature. Don't worry about how tall he is, nor his appearance. He said, I'm God. I don't look at man the way what man look at, at the way man look at man. I'm God. Man look at the outside, but I'm God. I look at the inside, and God judges by the heart. So we don't have to. We just uh, are pleasing God. And if you live to please man, you'll never please God. And if you live to please God, you're not gonna please man. Man gonna talk about you. And we have to teach our children, no matter how good you are, they're going to talk about you. You could do a hundred good things and do one bad thing, and they will always bring that one bad thing up about you. So let us raise our children to let them know that no one has a pattern on how you're supposed to live and how you're supposed to carry yourself, self, but just try to live by the word of God, by every word that proceeded from the mouth of the Lord. Uh, I would like to say this as I, I come to the end, a powerful show. Uh, everyone that participated, I was, I've was i been listening at you guys, and uh, Evangelist, you have a, a very good show here, and I, I wish that more people would listen at it because it could help them with their kids and help them with themselves and their friends around them. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Pastor Rod, you have any final comments? Uh, yes, I, you know, um, I'm in agreement with everybody. Uh, Dr. Kim said a lot, and 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 it's, it like sums up a whole lot that I was thinking. And the best thing that I can say about that is is that we have to make sure that we take care of each other. You know, Christ told us to 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 love Him. You know, love the Lord God with all of our mind, body, and soul. You know, everything. But, you know, he also love told us to love each other. Amen. You know, and, and, and I think that that's something that's absent right now, which is causing a lot of disorder in the people, which is causing a, a, a decaying of the land that we live on because we're destroying it Amen. ourselves based on what we're going through. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And, and no, no one has confronted it. Dr. Kim said something about the church. The church should be confronting these things, and 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 no offense to anybody, a lot of them are not. You know, a, a, a lot of them are not doing what, what thus says the Lord, and we are the church. So that means that we are not showing love, we're not showing support, we're not being there for one another. 
So so we, we are failing in certain areas, but we can do better. It's not the end until God says it's the end. We're still breathing so we can do better. So we need to take the time to start doing better, you know, with, with ourselves first and then extending that love to others. You know what I'm saying? But we first got to believe and know that God loves us. We, we got to accept that, like for real, for real. We got to stop just saying it. We got to start believing it and letting it and letting it soak down in, inside of us and get in our spirit so that we can start displaying that same love that God has for us to others. And then we'll see a better a better thing taking place around us and we can start assisting each other. God bless. Powerful show. Thank you very much. Amen. Thank you. Now we will have our little known black history fact and our wellness check for tonight. The little-known black history fact, Jackson State University murders. Just 10 days after the Kent State University shootings in Ohio, Jackson State University was also the site of a similar race-related incident. On May 15, 1970, police opened fire on a gathering of black college and high school students, killing two people and injuring several others. According to accounts, Black students at Jackson reacted to what ended up being false reports that Charles Evers, the Brothers of Flame civil rights activist, Megger Evans, Evans and his wife were killed. The group gathered off campus at Lynch Street while white motorists who drove by in anger were pelted by rocks from the students. The standoff raged on until the arrival of a massive police response. Around 75 law enforcement officers from both the city and state level were there to reportedly control the crowd. Shortly after midnight, the officers opened fire and killed 21-year-old Jackson State Junior Philip Gibbs and 17-year-old Jim Hill High School Senior James Green. Twelve others were injured and a riot ensued in the area that was our little known black history fact for this for today <laughs> our wellness check six warning signs you may want to rethink your diet more and more we are learning about the cause the close relationship to our overall health and what we eat eating unhealthy over processed foods and drinks can wreak havoc on the body, planting seeds for infection and chronic diseases. Here are six signs you may want to rethink what you're eating. Feeling sluggish, even after a full night's sleep. Excessive weight gain, diagnosed with a chronic disease, constipation, brain fog, headaches or migraines, feeling anxiety. The most important thing don't forget to drink your eight glasses of water every day, which equals about two liters or a half a gallon a day. That has been our wellness fact check and our little known history fact. Now we will have prayer. Sister Amy, would you like to lead us in prayer? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Father God, we want to say thank you for everything. We want to say thank you to everyone that was able to join us tonight. 
the listeners, the ones that talk, the ones that sit online listening, the ones that weren't able to be here, that need to be here. We just want to get this message out, Lord, when everybody to hear it and everybody to join in so we can just become better and be the people that we need to be representing you. Um, we ask that everybody stay mindful and just keep everything that was said alive and active in there. If they doing, it's going and coming. These blessings back in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our show tonight on personality disorders. As always, I hope something was said that shed some light on this illness like the others and broke chains in your life. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night with the Men of Valor at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time here on Breaking Chains Ministry on YAT Radio. Tonight's show has been sponsored by the Williams Group and Jadar Enterprises. Next week, we will end the month out with another segment of Mental Awareness and Illnesses. God bless you, and have a wonderful evening. Good night. Good night. Just trying to figure it out, fighting down, trying to believe God, trying to watch the words of my mouth and stay on the ride. Trouble come and go, even on the mountain high or the valley low. Never let your faith go. Woo! Never let your faith go. Yeah. I've been there before, so confused, don't know which way to go. Yeah. Stressed out, world so crazy, miles will stay in the house. Fear trying to rise up, got terrorists to they look like us, but we know who we trust. Just when I say that we gon' be alright. Hey. Tell them, tell them, tell them. We gon' be alright. Alright. Say we gon' be Times will come and it's here today. Look at all the hate, senseless crime and murder. Human trafficking, racism, police brutality, bullying, trouble and sales. Show me the fears and fear. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done in the earth. Let your glory rise, let your sun shine, let it burn through the dark. Hey, even through the storm and the rain, we will shout. Cause we know after the night, say we gon' be alright. Hey, up this much just get for good. We gon' be alright. Come, come, get it from me, I knew it was. We gon' be alright. Hey, I ain't worried about it. Oh, no. Don't you worry about it. Oh, no. Hey, 
You've been listening to Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies on YAT Radio, where each week we discuss the importance of female self-esteem, self-identity, and noble character. You can always get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. That's Breaking Chains, where we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.